the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hey, this is Frazier with Lead Pops and Next Level, and I'm proud to present this episode of the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Lead Pops is the industry's only future-proof growth solution. You can check us out at leadpops.com. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Another Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Kellen Vaughn here, coach founder of Next Level Community, joined in the studio virtually here with uh, fellow coach and co-founder, Sean Z. Sean, what's happening today? You know, I'm, I'm noticing some great backdrops for all of us. This is a really good podcast setting, not just you, Kellen, who always has an amazing podcast setting, uh, but but our special guests, Sam and Anisha Malden, like you guys are set up. You got the Yeti mics rolling. You've got the boom arms in place. Like it's it's a good thing we have going here. That's all, Anisha. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, and let me just say this because so welcome, Sam and Anisha Malden. Welcome to the podcast. We're we're glad you're here. And listen, Sam and Anisha have a special place in our next level heart for sure. And we actually met them. It was we just were commenting. It was 2019. My goodness, how time flies. Uh, they actually came to one of our events and uh, joined us there. Got a bunch of great information. Ended up joining our group and, and we've been friends ever since. But uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that we've got another event coming up shortly in April, April 27th. Come join us uh, for a day in um, Dallas, Fort Worth area. We're going to be covering a lot of the same stuff that we covered in 2019 because 2023, it feels like we're right back there again in some ways. So mm-hmm. we're blocking and tackling and we're talking about the things that move our business. But more importantly, let's get back to uh, Sam and Anisha. So they have a unique setup, Sean. Yeah. So first of all, we'd also be remiss if we didn't mention that Kenneth Travis made them cry. Oh, and that's true. We, we should bring that up. First yeah. met them, and uh, <laughs> you know, Kellen and I would never do anything like that. Never. No. But, but KT, yes. KT, yes. yes. And uh, so, first of all, I. Sam and Nisha, they're just great people. Uh, they love each other a ton too. And it's really obvious and cute when, when they hang out together. So that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. But a husband and wife team working under the, the same roof, raising a family together, building some other cool things that they have for some really long-term goals that, that they're working on and, and very inspirational. Uh, and they're making this work. And, you know, Sam, you were just talking before uh, 2022, you know, it wasn't the year that, that you wanted. It wasn't the year a lot of us wanted, uh, but, but kind of getting back to the, the brass tacks of really fundamentals of building the business, doing the blocking and tackling again, which you can find out about on April 27th. Uh, if you come join us in grapevine and like, I'm curious, you know, how do you know when to just say yes, ma'am, pretty much 80 times a day and step out of the way for when Anisha decides how things are going to get done? 
Uh, I, I still don't know. And I find <laughs> out real quick that I don't know. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. So you I'm guys are married. Worried. You guys are married and you work together, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 2022 was, uh, you, well, you were telling us. So just kind of let, let's kind of say what you were saying again, Sam. 2022 wasn't kind of the year you guys thought, and you've made, you've made some pivots and adjustments. And I think, I think a lot of people listening to this are probably like, man, it, I'm with you. It wasn't the yeah. year I wanted. I'm back in the saddle. It may be harder now than ever. What, what are you guys doing? Take us through kind of the thought process where you were and, and where you are now. Yeah, we, uh, we went back and took a look at our, our, our numbers and I, I tend to be the one that, that does that. That's kind of the dividing and conquering thing. I'm the one that takes a look at the numbers and everything. And, um, I mean, 2020 and 2021, really similar 2022, about half, which I know is like, uh, with, a uh, like that with a lot of people in the industry. Um, but really going back, you know, I don't think it's, so much the the market that we have to blame it's like if we're being very honest like we got away from some of the things the the, the fundamental things we should have been doing all along in 2020 and 21 and we started to see that come to fruition in 2022 so the back half of 2022 we really started getting back to those fundamentals and we've started to see the fruits of that now uh obviously you don't see the fruits of that immediately um and so just getting back to kind of a grassroots movement of back to the basics um, and finding, you know, what each of our ATMs are because they're different mm-hmm. um, and like what we we're each are focusing on. So, yeah. Sam, I, I feel you, you know, I, I went from managing a, a large region to kicking open the doors of a new company on October 4th and, and really focusing on the ATMs of educating agents and, Gosh, just letting a bunch of people know that, uh, hey, I'm originating loans again. Uh, and now, four months later, I'm seeing a, a lot of the fruits of those seeds that I planted. But it but it, it took some planting and sowing to, to really get those things in place. And, and, and I'm curious, as you both have done this, Anisha, how do you both get a lot accomplished, stay in your lanes for the most part. And, and then how do you decide like when, when you're doing your divide and conquer, like this is a Sam, this is an Anisha, this is a somebody else. Yep. So we've had to, we, at the beginning, we thought we knew what we wanted as far as divide and conquer. And then we learned around the way, okay, that's not going to work. So we've, we've made constant changes. Um, and, um, and we just see what what has worked, what hasn't, and then um, obviously around raising children, we have to move around that. So it's really trial and error that has got us to where we are now, and it's still a learning a learning curve because I still want to jump into the things that I shouldn't be jumping into, and it's like Sam reminding me like, no, it's not going to work that way because we knew it doesn't work. <laughs> so it really is to where we have to just even if I want to be in it. I have to step out and do stay with what I know and what I need to do to help us grow on the way that I'm stronger at let Sam kind of handle what he knows. So, so break it down for us a little bit, kind of how do you guys split up the, the duties and, and, and we call this divide and conquer. So if you're not in next level, that may be a a term that you're not familiar with, but we talk about that in terms of dividing up kind of the work within the office, but kind of, how do you guys break it down? How does it work for y'all? Right now, 
Um, I'm more on the agent classes, um, social media, uh, and um, Spanish-speaking clients, mm -hmm. and um, events. So I focus, and okay. obviously, the follow-up of all of those things, because each of those items requires a lot of follow-up. Sure. And then um, bringing everyone back to Sam. So that's what I do. So you're kind of the you're kind of a little bit of the face, the front end, right? Which that's pretty good choice. Opinion. No offense, Sam, but good choice yeah. <laughs> there. And uh, and Sam, you're kind of the which has always been kind of your role, right? You're kind of a little bit of the back end, maybe um, a little more operational, being the kind of the LO role. Yeah, I do uh, some more of the the op stuff. So Anisha's folks, like she said, social media, the classes and everything. As far as like proactive sales activities that I do, I'm doing old fashioned calling up agents, trying to meet with them. Okay. Uh, people may may hit on it, but whether you want to call it cold calling or whatever, I do it. Um, yeah. And uh, I, and we've seen results from it as well. Um, we've seen results from both of our, they're very different activities and we've seen results from both, which is really cool. Um, and in process updates, you know, that's a big ATM for us as well, uh, as far as uh, updating all parties, trying to wow them with the experience, asking for the reviews. But I do a lot of more of the like loan structuring, um, when fires come up, you know, trying to escalate that. Although, you know, Anisha still gets like, when is the Spanish speaking client? My, my Spanish is, uh, no bueno. So, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't really help out with that. But I can look at their 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 stuff on the back end and try to keep Anisha out of that stuff as much as possible. You know, for right. us, um, for us, what's really important more so than even than the loan stuff is, you know, we want to be um, good spouses to one another, good parents. Uh, you know, right after that, I mean, they're, they're right neck and neck, and then after that, uh, great loan officers. Uh, after that, so uh, especially uh, for Anisha, really protecting that we we don't want to sacrifice. Um, her being a great mom on the altar of trying to be a, a great loan officer. Um, and so, and vice versa, and same for me as well, but particularly in the early years, you know, for, for reasons I won't mention, she may be a little bit more, uh, needed to be present with uh, our little one. So. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And, and listen, we've, we've known you guys for a long time and that's always been kind of a challenge is how do we balance that? I think, mm -hmm. I think you're to that point. So, uh, so for those listening that may be work with their spouse, whether it's a real estate agent, <clears throat> maybe their spouse works with them. When, so how do you know, like, this is always the challenge for me, right? Is like, how do you know when to call you work at home? Like I'm, we're looking at you, by the way, if you want to, you can watch these on YouTube. If you want to see, see us, if you want to, catch a visual of this, but you guys work at home. So how do you know, like at the end of the day, how do you call it quits? Right? Because I feel like the challenge a lot of times is there's like perpetual, there's always work to be done. Right. So how do you balance all that? Well, there's, um, we, I kind of, I tried and stopped working at like 2 PM mm. and, but then obviously my clientele, um, sometimes has to talk after five or 6 PM so we kind of tag team after that, but it's not um, it's not as taxing as we allowed it to be in 2019. So I feel like we found a way to really balance it in a way. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a lot more, I feel like, um, tag team kind of spirit. To it. it works better. Yeah. yeah, it's still a work in progress, but uh, much, much better. And uh, mm -hmm. we have a nanny during that time when Anisha is really on. We have a nanny who's watching our daughter 
um, so she can try to be as focused as possible during that time and make the most of that time. Yeah. So now yeah. Sam, in addition to the back end stuff, are there any specific clients that you have found that is your niche uh, on the origination side that, that you're speaking with or any certain set of realtors? And, and you know, just, just one thing while, uh, before you answer that, like, you know, Hey, cold calling agents, like there, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, when you have, 20 deals in your pipeline and 40 new apps coming in. I mean, actually there's probably no better time to cold call agents than them because nobody's calling them. But yeah. at that point it's a waste of your time. Cause you have so much now money. And I mean, everybody just that needs to do something. Uh, I, I was talking about it in the podcast that Kellen and I and KT recently recorded and like I mean, call agents every single day, usually agents that I know, but, but I make a couple connections with agents every single day. And I get deals within a few days. I get referrals in a few days, you know, from like 30% of the agents that I call, like mm -hmm. it's not, uh, and forbidden task to, to do. Um, no. so just, I just wanted to plug that. Uh, I think doing something is always better than doing nothing, but, but is there any segment of clients that you know, that you found more of a niche where you have two different people and personalities uh, who can deal with people? Um, I mean, the biggest one is just like with Spanish speaking clients, I'm not going to be able to, to to really help. And I'm definitely not speaking with them the majority of the time. Uh, really, really any other ones. Uh, and one of the things Anisha and I have both, and I don't know if this is answering your question, but like even as we're um, reaching out to new realtors, we mentioned that we're a husband and wife team. And sometimes that helps, especially like for me, if I'm speaking with uh, a married woman uh, who is a realtor as well, the fact that we're a team together and we have two different personalities as well helps ease their concern. They're a little bit more open to that and vice versa. If Anisha's uh, reaching out to like a married man, you know, that's just the reality. Some people get apprehensive about that. And so um, we've, we've tried to really use that to our, our advantage, but there's not really a particular um, client that, that I would say, uh, other than just, uh, I, I don't speak Spanish. I, mm -hmm. I, I should after having known, um, Anisha so long. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm learning, I'm learning along with my, my 20 month old daughter. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to find a niche in, in clients, uh, when we're talking with such a variety of agents, but as far as agents, we love working with husband and wife agent teams. Because it really, it works yeah. with us because yeah. uh, we get it kind of. So yeah. try and reach out to them and, and it works out because they, they are dealing with the same things that we're dealing with in this business. So that is a fantastic idea right there. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 that's a niche that few people uh, can, can fill the gap and relate to somebody on. That's a, mm -hmm. that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah, it's it's come in uh, and it just like when we're reaching out, like it's come up a, a few times um, like, oh, I work with, you know, my husband or I work with my my wife. I'm like, oh, we do, too. And like we should start actually leading with that. Mm -hmm. and, and and it's worked out really well for us and uh, makes people a lot more receptive um, in a lot of cases to open uh, to, to, you know, having that initial conversation with us. Yeah. Sounds like there's a podcast in the works there. <laughs> 
<laughs> that that would be a great topic. Well, <clears throat> listen, what other uh, advice for couples that are working together or people that are just reorganizing for 2023? I mean, what have you guys found to be most impact impactful? Like, what are the biggest things for you that are, you know, really just driving driving traffic these days? That what what do you think the key to success in this year is going to be? For me, it's don't think and just do. Oh, okay. Because I, I try, I I battle with comparing myself to other RLOs, what they're doing, and I just need to. Do, and when I just focus on what I know what, that I do, and I just do it, and I stop thinking so much about it, mm. then it, it, I see the result, and I'm like, well, yeah, why did I overthink it? I should have just done it. Yeah. yeah, just kind of really reiterating that it's it's execution. It's not that we don't know what to do or we need to be taught something else True. to do. It's just doing what we know we need to do and doing it consistently. Yeah. That That's really it. Um, and I think uh, not letting ourselves get there's a bunch of great ideas out there and things that can drive business. But it could also be a double edged sword where it can you're so focused on many different things. You're not doing any of them well. Uh, and just learning to be okay with saying no to a lot of things and yes to just a few things. I'm going to focus on this and do really well at this. And then once we master that and that becomes part of my DNA or our DNA, then maybe we try to incorporate something. But until then, like I'm just saying no. And that's actually really helped us go further faster in looking in the past um, when we tried to say yes to a bunch of different things all at once. Uh, it, it just led to, to stagnation or regression. So that's interesting. So, you know, so let me just kind of recap those two takeaways because I think what you talked about are perfect. And I think what, if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this, these are two things that should be really cornerstones of your year, right? The first is clarity, right? We talk about that a lot. Like you can't be all things to all people. You can't do all the things. If I'm saying yes to one thing, I'm saying no to something else, right? So, be super clear on who you are and what your role is in in your business. And and maybe your role is I'm like the social media guy. Maybe your role is hey, I'm the client services guy. Whatever your role is, be super clear and focused and and dedicated to that. That's that's number 1. That's awesome. And secondly, and I, Nisha, I love what you said, which is listen, just do it. Right? Like just do it. In fact, I have a piece of paper on the top of my uh, monitor uh, that just that says just make the call, right? Because I think so many times we sit here and we think about calling some. Oh, I should really call that person. Oh, I should really reach out. I should really do X, Y, and Z. Right? <clears throat> just make the phone call. Just make the social media post. Just shoot the video. Just send the email. Just do it. Like it doesn't matter. We as LOs and Type A people, a lot of times can overthink something to death and then not execute on it. And the reality is the consumer or the referral partner, whoever really probably isn't even thinking about it 10% as much as we think they are. And the truth is, is we just have to do it. So so yesterday it was, it was four o'clock. I was just getting ready to leave for the day and I hadn't made my couple calls, my, my two calls that, that I had. And the first thing that pops in my head is, Oh man, you know, other people have their kids getting off the bus right now too. They're going to be busy that I made two phone calls. They were each five minutes long. 
both realtors picked up the phone right away. They were both productive phone calls. And had I let what was going on between my ears fester, probably would have sat here for 20 minutes instead of the 10 minutes that it actually took me to make both of the phone calls and then left tripping over my lip about something yeah, because I it. just didn't make the call. A hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. Well, let me tell you, this has been awesome. Sam and Nisha, I want to thank you guys again. Not only are you all just amazing contributors to our group, but you're always willing to give back to the loan officer community, share your stories, talk about strategies. And I uh, mean, we can't appreciate and thank you enough for what you do inside of our group. So thank you very much for that. And uh, listen, if you're a loan officer out there and you're like, hey, these people seem like cool people, and I'm not talking about me and Sean, but I'm talking about Sam and Nisha, and you want to meet other cool people that are just like them, man, come join our community, nextlevello.com. Uh, you can go over to becomenl.com, check us out, and uh, also hit us up in April 27th. We're going to be live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So thank you all again. I appreciate you very much. And uh, we'll see everybody on the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast. See you. Peace out, y'all.